Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Emma and Nigel presents is It depends upon what the meaning of the word is. Yeah. Is this anything? All right, let's rock and roll. Rock and roll. So this is how we're going to do Is This Anything today? With Tony Kennett filling in for Nige. I'll run the stories by the Tonus. Oh, that's right. He will be the one that tells us if these little stories, these back page nuggets are really anything or not. Is this anything? A new survey on nakedness, buck nakedness, states that the state where the people feel the most confident being nude is the state of Washington. There's a tie for the states where the people feel the least confident about being in the buff Oregon and Indiana coming in last. Is this anything? First of all, I'm very proud of Indiana. It's so nice <laughs> to be in a state where uh, at least a lot of people don't want to show how naked they are. Pr- appreciate that. Uh, I do think it's really quite ironic that Oregon basically is looking across the border and seeing all of the comfortably naked people in Washington just going, ugh, ugh, maybe that's, maybe that's not such a good idea. I'll take th- a rain <laughs> check on that. How about no? <laughs> so you look at what's going on in the state of Washington. Uh, they brought us Chaz, and they're bringing us full frontal nudity. Imagine being too over the top for the people of Portland, Oregon. I mean, again, I'm, I'm just thinking of, of all of the people that are like, well, yeah, we may be awful here in Portland, Oregon, but at least we're not a bunch of nude hobags up in Washington. <laughs> I'd, I'd say that's a win for the day. And I'm probably in the minority here because if anybody wants to see me naked, God bless you. You should get to see it. So even though Indiana <laughs> is dead last, Allison, quit shaking your damn head. You just do your job. OK, I don't need commentary from you. <laughs> I'm somebody that wants to give the people what they want. So God bless them. Is this anything? A Kansas farmer took it to the next level when celebrating his 50th wedding anniversary with his wife by planting 1.2 million sunflowers in their 80 acre field. Apparently sunflowers are his wife's favorite. Here he is talking about planting a million freaking sunflowers for his wife, Renee. So we're celebrating our 50th wedding anniversary, August 10th, and, uh, you know, what's a guy get his gal on their 50th? And I, I put a lot of thought into it, and she always liked sunflowers, and I thought this is the year to plant sunflowers, so we planted her 80 acres of sunflowers. That anything? I mean, it's a good thing you didn't get the flowers wrong. I mean, imagine her favorite. <laughs> you know, you get out there, dear, I, I planted 80 acres of these beautiful sunflowers, your favorite flower for you. And she's like, Bill, that's great, but I like tulips. <laughs> Who's this woman that lacks sunflowers? Like, it would turn just like Instantly, that. Instantly. And then he would be out there with, a like, just a rake in the middle of the night, just, like, pulling them all down. Poor guy. Questioning his life decisions. Like... I get what he's trying to do here, but let's just say I did something like this for my wife, the crazy coupon lady. She would yell at me. 
You spent all this time doing this? How much money did you spend on this? What were you ignoring while you were working on the stupid million flower project? My wife would go out there and go, oh, that's that's really nice, babe, and then would never mention it again. And so I'd be like, oh, yes, you're welcome. She'll go home, lock the door, drink some wine, and have a good cry by herself. <laughs> Is this anything? A Houston woman is spending the days searching storm drains to save puppies that are lost inside. So far, she's recovered two puppies that have been lost in storm drains. Here she is talking about her experience. Gonna go in and look for some puppies. I have probably spent eight hours in a storm drain. Can't sleep knowing that there's puppies in here gonna die. I know they're still in there. I just think they're further down. That anything? Uh, you ever walk into an antique shop and you just hear the cuckoo clocks kind of go off? Um, that... <laughs> For me, that that just sends up that kind of a red flag. Look, good. I'm glad she rescued those puppies. How often is this happening? Right. Like, is that a thing? Like, I mean, is it, you know, like dispose of puppy in storm drain? Is this like a, a standard procedure I missed in junior high? I don't, I've never heard of that before. And then number two, eight, eight hours that you're just like wandering through storm drains? And it's in Houston, so you know it's hotter than blue hell. I mean, I, I, they don't spend that much time when they're like filming, like when you're in the sewers in like a Hollywood movie or like in The Fugitive when Harrison Ford is like running through the storm drain. Right. Like they didn't spend that much time. Andy down Dufresne in those storm did drains. not find any puppies on his way out of Shawshank. I knew Andy Dufresne liked puppies, but I didn't know he'd find them in a storm drain. All right, serious question. Let's say that. 22-year-old Tony Kennett is a single man. You're at this bar. You're talking to this woman. She's She looks pretty good. She's not Kate Upton, but she's not Joy Behar. She's somewhere in the middle. Okay. And she tells you, oh, by the way, my job is I go around in storm drains for eight hours a day hoping to find a dog. Do you or do you not still... Con- Continue to have a conversation with her. Give me a number. You can't just say between Joy Behar and Kate Upton. You have to give me a number for this one. She's a seven, and if you have a few drinks, she's probably an eight. Okay, if she's seven, and and you know, like I, I've had a few drinks, then it depends. I, oh man, I don't know. There's some she's crazy, really nice. There's some crazy that just seeps through your personality. I, I would say I would probably kick up a little more liberal than is in my personality and, and talk about just how passionate I am about visiting animal shelters for just a little bit. Uh, but other than that, no, absolutely no way. Am I a horrible person? Because my next line would have been, no way. I spent eight hours putting puppies in drains. <laughs> <laughs> just to keep the conversation rolling. And that, then I tell her it's a joke. That is the response. That's fantastic. <laughs> so awful. Is this anything? A toddler in New York is hoping that his hair can raise thousands of dollars for veterans. There's a two-year-old boy named Grayson Woods, and he's reached the finals of the USA Mullet Championship. (laughs) The prize is $2,500, which he said he will donate it all to Jared Allen's Homes for Wounded Warriors if he wins. Is this anything? This is Everything. So when you started this story, I thought, oh, he's got to be talking about like someone who's like growing their hair out for cancer wigs, something very serious, right? You really do not expect it to be is growing their hair for the mullet championship. And if you win the mullet championship, it either has to be spent on beer or the veterans. Like that, those are the two. That's often it. that's often the same thing. But like seriously, that's what you got to 
donate that money to. Those are the only two charities worth donating to in a mullet competition. I want this kid to move to Indianapolis, and I'll vote for him for mayor. I will write this kid's name in, this two-year-old toddler's name in for mayor. The mayor with a mullet. Oh, it's so good. And in honor of us speaking about the mullet, or as they say in Europe, the moulet, here's a little bro country. You know, a little hip-hop, little country mixed in about our favorite hairstyle. Business in the front, party in the back. Kentucky waterfall, Mississippi mud flat. That denim down, Hiller, Tennessee top hat. Missouri compromise, I got that shorty long back. It can be smaller or bigger, I ain't a stickler. It ranges from mini mullets to Florida Georgia spine ticklers. I always let it dangle, no, I don't let it tangle. So baby, if you're single, come and get a better <laughs> angle. If you're sexy and you know it, bring your fucking your hands. Yeah, you know you can't control it, shake that ass and shake that mullet. If you're sexy and you know it, run your fingers through it. Yeah, you know you can't control it, shake that ass and shake that mullet. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.